0: Hazel, Dorothy, Tyler, friends and family of David, grace, mercy and peace to you from God, our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. When I arrived at Beautiful Savior just over three years ago, some of you may remember what it was like. There weren't maroon pews in here. Instead, there were brown chairs and there were maybe about 20 people or so on a given Sunday, things were quite a bit different then. But I always tell people whenever I tell them about the story of my time here at Beautiful Savior, that the folks who were here when I first got here, they were a faithful remnant. And that certainly applied to David. When I arrived here, David was many things. He wore many hats. He was an elder a congregational president soon after I arrived, an OB3C organizer, some of you know what that is, a choir member, a floor buffer, and basically in anything that needed to be done, volunteer. David was faithful in so many things and not just in church things. That's not just true about his church life, although that's how I knew him best. He was faithful in so many things, most importantly, as a husband, and as a father, and as a grandfather, and a brother, and a son. But also faithful in so many other things. Faithful, as many of you know him, I'm sure, as a teacher. It's funny, even when he had dementia, and I'd go and visit him. He didn't really remember who I was. Of course, it was good for my pride. But he did talk to the students in the cafeteria still and scold them for not behaving themselves. A very faithful teacher. Faithful earlier in his life as an army captain. Faithful in the marching band. Maybe the most fun thing, faithful in the barbershop quartet. Faithful in so many things. And when you know someone like David who is faithful in so many things, who has so many good qualities about him that we could go on and on. I only gave a short list, but we could make a much longer one. Maybe we can do that together at the luncheon later. It makes the things that Jesus describes of the faithful in Matthew chapter 5, in his famous Beatitudes, these sayings of blessing, it makes them really come to light. For as David was faithful... And many things, the many things that our Lord says about the faithful were true of David. And so let's go down this list, at least poor in spirit. Blessed are those who are poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. David was humble in spirit. That's what that means. He was a baptized Christian who put his faith first, not in himself. Not in his own ability to accomplish anything, really, but humbled himself before Christ. He trusted not in himself, but on the blood of Jesus to wash away his sins. And for that, his is the kingdom of heaven. That is where he is now. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. I saw David mourn in his life. I saw him mourn over the death of loved ones. But he also knew the comfort that Christ would give him for that. He knew that the only hope in the midst of tragedy was Christ. He knew that if God was for him, who could be against him? He knew that God was working all things together for good. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. When you looked at David, he was not some sort of famous movie star. He wasn't some sort of star athlete. He had lots of hobbies, and he was good at lots of things. But he was meek. And for that, he will inherit the earth. He was faithful. He served wherever he needed to serve. And for that one day, he will inherit the new heavens and the new earth that his creator is preparing for us now. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied week in and week out. I saw him come here to eat and drink of his Lord's body and blood, to hunger and thirst for the righteousness that only the word can give. And he was satisfied by that. He knew that that was what mattered at the end of each week and at the beginning of each week to be satisfied by his Lord. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Whether having mercy on his students or on his children or on his wife or even on his pastor, he was always ready to forgive, always ready to show the love of Christ to whoever needed it. And for that, he has also been shown mercy from his heavenly father. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. David was baptized. He was washed. He knew where his cleanliness came from. And he is with his creator now. He sees God now face to face to face. And blessed are the peacemakers. For they shall be called sons of God. Whether it was in our elders meetings or in our council meetings. I always remember David making for peace. He was good at that. Being a voice of reason. Understanding where everyone was coming from. Always making for peace. And he is a son of God. And now as a son of God. He is with his father. And finally the last thing that. Jesus here describes of the blessing of the faithful. Is that blessed are those who are persecuted for theirs will be the kingdom of heaven. And I think we can all agree here that David did not seem to deserve many of the hardships that he had in life. If anyone deserved Parkinson's disease and ischemia and dementia It was not David. But so is the corruption of sin. We are all corrupt. David himself knew he was a corrupt sinner. And he knew that one day he would succumb, whether at 70 or at 80 or at 90, to the wages of sin, which is death. We have all sinned, and so we will all die. But in this life of persecutions, in this life of hardships, in this life of bad things happening to good people, in this life of death, there is only one hope. And David knew that hope. There's only one who is righteous. And David knew that one. It is Jesus Christ. Jesus who has taken David's sins And your sins and my sins in himself on the cross and died with them there so that he could give us his righteousness. As Paul says, not only who died, but more than that, who was raised that you, too, that David, too, might be raised and he will be raised again. David had a persecuted life, a hard life in many ways. But that body, which had so many hardships, that body that we knew and love, that body will be raised from the dead on the last day. Jesus will come again and he will glorify David's body. No more Parkinson's, no more ischemia, no more dementia. And David will be there with all the faithful singing the praises of his lamb. And so blessed are those who are persecuted on behalf of Jesus in this life for they will be in the kingdom of heaven forever. For as David was faithful in many things, the many things that Jesus describes of the faithful applied to David. And these beatitudes can describe you too. First, I'll say to Hazel and Dorothy and Tyler and the rest of the family and friends, to everyone here gathered, mourning the death of David. Let's revisit this one. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Jesus is here. The hope that David had when he mourned in his life is the same hope that we have as we mourn for David now. If God is for us, who can be against us? What can separate us from the love of Christ? Can life or death itself? No. Because in Jesus, we are more than conquerors. And so no Christ like David knew Christ. That Christ is working together all things for good for those who love him. And he is your hope. He is the one who. Who can solve the real problem the problem of sin the problem of death blessed are those who mourn for christ shall comfort them and i'll leave everyone here with this it may seem hard to us at least it does to me to live up to someone like david who was faithful in so many things and had so many good characteristics the list could be so long but the reason that David was like that wasn't because of anything in himself we'll go back to that first beatitude blessed are those who are poor in spirit the reason David was so great in so many ways was because he relied not on himself first but on the blood of Christ He knew that to live a good life, he must first turn to the good Lord. And so maybe we can't all be as great of teachers as David was or army captains or barbershop quartet singers as much as that sounds like fun. But you can lean on Jesus. I can lean on Jesus. And we can humble ourselves together before the Lord today. For as much as the Lord was ready and willing to receive David into his kingdom, he is ready to receive you into that same kingdom, too. And so be like David. Maybe not in all the ways that you admire him for, but at least in that way. That we are poor in spirit. And so shall ours be the kingdom of heaven. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. We stand for prayer.